Sooner or later, everyone needs a haircut. For the kids, there's the butch or the hiney, the flat top, the ivy, the junior contour, and occasionally, the executive contour. Me, I don't talk much. I just cut the hair. You say he was being blackmailed. By who? You don't know. For having an affair. With who? You don't know. Did anyone else know about it? Probably not. You don't know. You want to test something, you know, scientifically. How the planets go around the sun, why the water comes out of the tap. You got to look at it. But sometimes you look at it, your looking changes it. Life has dealt me some bum cards. Or maybe I just haven't played them right. I don't know. Life is just so damn wonderful, you almost won't believe it. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you and me. You keep your mouth shut. I'm an attorney. You're a barber. You don't know anything. I'm not proud of what I did. What kind of man are you? Science, perception, reality, doubt, reasonable doubt. I'm saying sometimes the more you look, the less you really know. Well, hello there, everybody. Hi. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Yeah Real Good. My name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. And if you're a devoted listener, a regular, if you will, you know the routine. We pick a movie every week. We grab somebody from that movie and roll it into another week's movie. If you're an irregular listener, uh, try Mylanta or maybe some more fiber <laughs> in your diet. Anywho. Ah, sorry, the dad jokes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, last week's episode, we covered Chris's pick, which was 13 Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we kind of tore that one apart. Rave reviews. <laughs> yeah. Rave reviews. That movie sucked, but guess which movie sucked even more? What's that? Oh, the man who wasn't there. <laughs> what? <laughs> the movie what? we're about to do. What? Hold on. Okay. Well, hold the phone. Hold the f- From that, <laughs> I took Tony Shalhoub, same year. Into uh, the Coen Brothers movie, The Man Who Wasn't There. Chris, what do you got for background on The Man Who Wasn't There? Uh, the Man Who Wasn't There, it's a film by the Coen Brothers, like you said, uh, premiered at the Cannes Film Festival on May 13, 2001. Uh, after Cannes, it reached uh, other European festivals such as Edinburgh, Flanders, Warsaw, and Vienna. And then it came to America. So, October 31st, 2001, so on Halloween, premiered in Los Angeles and New York. It's the first Coen Brothers film to release in black and white. The box office, uh, it grossed $7.5 million in the United States and Canada and $11.4 million in other territories. Worldwide total of $18.9 million against the $20 million budget. Yeah. So it was not Considered a, a flop. It was a failure. Well, cons- <laughs> It was a failure. Considering the month that it came out. Uh, what month did it come out? Right after 9-11. We already oh. told all of our 9-11 <laughs> stories. We, we burned through those yeah. last week, so... Hmm. Also, I needed to redact my statement. I did not get a hole-in-one in in disc golf. Oh, that's unfortunate. Tore the ever-loving shit out of my hip, though, so we'll see how that goes. Stay tuned. (laughs) It's usually called an ace, too, because it's not really a hole. I know, an ace. Yeah, I know. But But some people don't know disc golf. For for all of our disc golf fans out there. And if you call it frolf, just stop listening. Yeah, turn it off. Anyway. Frolf. They call frisbee it golf. frisbee golf because yeah. it's not a fucking oh. frisbee. It's not a frisbee. It's a disc. Also, What's the fris- difference? Well, one, frisbee is a brand name, and it's a toy from Whammo. And two, uh, frisbee is more like an ultimate frisbee, different in size, different weights, yeah. and different rim, different width. 
discs are yeah different. it's there's a lot that i goes always into just it. thought they were smaller frisbees no <laughs> they're they're discs <laughs> little mini frisbees anyway yeah it didn't happen uh hurt myself because i'm getting old and getting old sucks but <laughs> let me give you guys my my rundown of the man who wasn't there and then we can talk about it mm-hmm. all right 2001 ed crane played by billy bob thornton is a barber bored with his life he doesn't say much because his mouth is usually filled with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> One day at closing time, Creighton Tolliver, played by John Polito, he's a brother Seamus, comes in for a haircut. Ed agrees to stay and trim the rim because he's wearing a toupee. He's just got the little rim of his mm-hmm. hair. Whilst cutting his hair, Creighton explains that he was in town to secure a $10,000 investment in this fancy new thing called dry cleaning. Thinking about it later, Ed decides to blackmail his wife Doris's boss, Doris is played by Frances McDormand, for the $10,000, suspecting that the two are having an affair, Doris and the boss, Big Dave. Big Dave. Played by James Gandolfini. The plan works. Ed gives the money to Creighton. Big Dave, he's no dummy. He figures out quickly who is after the money, so... He gives Ed a call and says he needs to meet him at Nerdlingers, which is my... What a fun name for a shop. Nerdlingers. Nerdlingers. Come down to Nerdlingers, okay. Tells him he knows who did it. He beat it out of Creighton. They have a pansy. The pansy. They have a brief scuffle, and Gandolfini dies, as is tradition. (laughs) Doris gets arrested for the murder because investigators find out that she'd been cooking the books at work and had killed Dave to cover it up. Ed's brother-in-law, Frank, who owns the barbershop that they work in, sells the barbershop to the bank to secure the best lawyer, Freddie Riedenschneider, played by Tony Shalhoub, to represent her. Before the trial can even start, though, Doris hangs herself, so there is no trial. The only thing that Ed seems to care about in this entire movie uh, is Birdie's piano playing. Birdie's played by a young Scarlett Johansson. Uh, he watches her do that a lot. He's, yeah, so he, he, she is good. So he takes her to a professional trainer to see if she has what it takes. Turns out she doesn't. On the way home, she attempts to give Billy Bob a gummer in the car, uh, causing him to drive off the road. Uh, He wakes up in a hospital to find out that he's being arrested for the murder of Creighton Tolliver because they found his body at the bottom of a lake. He gets found guilty of that and sentenced to the chair. Finn. Yep. The whole thing essentially was him narrating uh, what happened because a men's magazine was paying him five cents a word to tell the story of everything that led up to him being executed. Which would make Which sense was, why it was so ungodly long. Yes. It was It was a long and It was one of the longer films that we've... So you reviewed. liked this movie? This was the first time I saw it. No, I know. No, no, I know. But when I said it was... It's, terrible well like, i mean the yeah phone. well i mean usually we talk about you know we get through it before you <laughs> start fucking shitting all over it you uh did I, you like it i didn't hate it it really? was it wasn't my favorite coen brothers movie oh yeah, bottom yeah. of the barrel yeah. i i wouldn't put it in the top five i, I also haven't seen enough because reading about this i read like two or three other other movies i'm like i haven't seen that haven't even heard of that right so yeah, they have they, a lot more movies out there than a lot of people think they've got uh, they do have a lot and just you know and it's just like they're minnesota boys so it's like ooh, yeah. tried and true uh, like and i do love a lot of their stuff yeah. and their writing is great most everything i've seen of theirs i've not seen everything but yeah. what i've seen i've liked it, if this had been the first movie of theirs I would have seen, I probably would have avoided other movies. Really? Yeah. I 
Hated it. Also, yeah. he fell asleep last night. I did. Don't worry, I paused it and then we finished it this morning. Okay. Right. I will say it wasn't necessarily just because of the movie, but also it was partly because of the movie. I, I'm not an I'm not against overly like talkative movies where it's where it's just uh, uh driven by, you know, dialogue, dialogue and stuff. I'm not against that. In fact, I like a lot of those movies. This one was so goddamn dry. It was yeah. It, mm. it was just, it was bad. It was, it was chewing on saltines after smoking a bowl. <laughs> like, is, it was fucking terrible. This is, pro- I now clicked why I probably really hate this movie. One, a lot of talking. Actually, halfway through, I thought, oh, God, is this going to be a movie that, like, John and Chris really like? But I, it's like a, quote, smart person movie where I don't get it because there's lots of talking and I can't pay attention and I'm super bored. But also, uh, there was no, it's black and white. So, like, sure. my favorite thing when things are colorful oh. and, like, oh, all the color and yeah. it's, like, Literally just yeah. black and white. No well, wonder I, kept, I hated it. I kept it. waiting for like a Schindler's <laughs> List moment where like something had a color in it. Yeah. yeah, like I, I was kind of hoping for that, but that would have even made it better. But it did yeah. win for best cinematography. I mean, there as for, cool for, shots. for modern day movies that mm-hmm. were made like and for being in black and white, mm-hmm. how crisp it was because mm-hmm. like actually watching a movie from the fifties or the late forties that's in black and white, yeah, it sucks shit. I have two things. Okay. I was holding this. For one, I'm going to go back to the point. You said a, a great line to me this morning after we finished it up. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was, if I'm going to watch a movie that's this boring and this much dialogue, I want something pretty to look at. It wasn't just colors. It was also because it was Billy Bob oh, Thornton. Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what I, yeah, I did say that. Because I don't, I, I don't mind Billy Bob Thornton as an actor. He's fine. Right. But he's not like attractive well no i mean he's not he's, ugly but i don't find him attractive so like right. if i'm gonna watch a movie of just talking it better be the witcher henry cavill yeah. or like okay. jake gyllenhaal like it better be somebody that i want to look at just talking for two okay. fucking hours right uh the second part we're gonna get to our first titty we're gonna jump the gun a little bit little um, titties so it's because this movie was actually shot uh, in color it was completely shot in color and it was reprocessed after the fact to make it uh black and white okay did they do any like i don't remember this is going to be pieced together, so I don't know exactly. But in like some makeup that they used for, I think black and white way back in the day, the foundation wasn't like matching their skin tone. It was like more purple, or like they would do different colors to make it look better in black and white. Yeah, in fact, did they do I any don't of that? think so. Because I think it was because it was digitally Done? processed. Okay. They can do that after the fact. Okay. It doesn't say. It just so says. They, it just says special processing. They shot it, okay. they shot it in color. They shot so it fully okay. in color. Some so, yeah, design. Some set designers setting up shit for the 1940s <laughs> and like making and sure paint like, colors are don't correct. Worry. It's gonna be all black and white. And then they show up to the premiere like, what the. I spent uh, all this time yeah. looking at paint chips. For I thing. was looking for metallic mint green for that goddamn car for <laughs> weeks. Uh, apparently, at least one print was released with the first reel in normal color due to the error at the lab. Yeah. So there was a there's there's, cool. there's a set out there where the entire first reel, so the first part of the movie, is all in color oh, and it goes to black. Oh, and I, white. that would be interesting to see what kind of like an opposite. Like. Kinda, opposite. I really wanted to know Oz. what his yeah, yeah what his fucking jacket looked like or was made out of because it's a coat and jacket oh. he wears the entire thing and it, it looks, looks like a potato sack. Super fucking textured, mm-hmm. like it's just heavy and it's almost like a corduroy, but it's not. He it's like burlap. In corduroy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, like I didn't hate it, I, and uh, you know, I watched it after a five and a half hour road trip. Oh my I, god! Yeah, and I was exhausted. And what my, is wrong with my you? My hip hurts. But again, like Coen Brothers, Big Lebowski, favorite movie of all time. Right. But then I went and saw like a serious man when that came out in theaters, and I absolutely hated that movie. Never seen it. 
Uh, don't. <laughs> don't yeah, worry. I'm not going to ask you to. Um, yeah, the the opening sequence is cool. The very Art Deco, the the logos, the shadow in the background. Uh, the style of this movie was really fucking cool. And the cinematography and all that stuff. And even the acting and in some parts you can get the humor yeah. that the Coen brothers have. So I kind of tried to play it that way, but it, it just... It, I don't know. It felt too serious and not it, serious enough. Oh, it definitely was not the feel-good movie of the year. No. But but Tony Shalhoub was really good in it. He was quite good. I, I couldn't tell if I actually liked him or hated him because I think you were supposed to hate him. You're supposed to hate him. He's a lawyer. Well, right. And like he's sapping up all the money. He's doing all the, the extra things. But it's like... Oh, yeah. Order. Also, fucking... Yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, I don't know. And I think... Uh, like and honestly, probably one of the reasons that I didn't hate it is because all the all the actors that are in the Cohen Brothers circle were in it. Yep. So it's like I'm seeing you know Frank, the brother-in-law, and if it's the first movie I've ever seen him in, and I'm just like this loudmouth barber who won't shut up, just mm-hmm. cut my hair and keep your mouth shut. Like mm-hmm. I, I'd be sitting in Billy Bob's chair yep. every time I walked into that shop. Yeah. Uh, but I don't see Frank. I'm seeing George Nelson from Old Brother Where Art There Out. That's like, what he was from. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Did you have an oh, wait, wait. I did, but yeah. I couldn't. Didn't I didn't know. I didn't yeah. care enough to actually look it up, but I was like, God, this guy is familiar, and I... I, I, wonder, how, I wonder how he feels about cows. Yeah. <laughs> I hate cows. More than I hate coppers. Uh, so oh, that, George, not the some, livestock. Some of your folded money's come unstowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that had two that popped up. So Frances McDormand is in almost every single one of them, and oh, I yeah, love her in nepotism. everything. Yeah. I hated her in this. I think you're oh, supposed to, though. I, supposed I know to. you're supposed yeah. to, but holy shit! Like, I don't know. It wasn't even like it was fun to hate her. Like you're supposed to hate her. Like, yeah. oh, she's a she's a hateable character. No, she's just fucking bad. Uh, really... She was the hottest she's ever been in any movie, though. She looked better in this movie. She than... looked, she, I mean, I think that's kind of why I didn't like it too, because they try to make her not like a sex symbol, but they try to make her sexy. And I'm like, I have never, no. ever in my life pictured no. Frances McDormand as being like the attractive she is, one. She I'm is like, forever no. Marge. Oh, Margie. I just. <laughs> I really. That's want, probably what bothered me right away. Sorry. I really. Sorry, no, you're fine. Uh, I really want to one day once the bathroom is complete, I want to take a bath and then yell in. <laughs> Chris, shave my legs. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like that's a totally normal thing to do. Just he's like, just like okay, yeah. What? And he just walks in. Oh man, like uh, the cigarette budget for this movie. Like I think <laughs> it said it helped him to quit smoking because he, he smoked smoke so, much so much on set. Yeah. But did he smoke actual cigarettes? I think he did. Yeah. He smoked oh, in real no. life. Yeah, I mean he was oh, guess, he was yeah. a smoker. And holy shit, because I mean one like a Big Lebowski titty mm-hmm. is that there's only two scenes in the entire movie the Big Lebowski where he does not have a drink in his hand <laughs> and so I was paying very close attention if there was any scene in this movie oh, where, he, didn't have where he wasn't smoking and I did not find one technically the only one is where he tries to smoke when he's talking to Birdie and she says daddy doesn't love smoking in here okay yeah but, but I mean, he tried he tried he had a cigarette in his hand yeah <laughs> yep. um ugh that's like, well, I read a thing that's speaking, because we were talking about, what was that movie we were going to see? Oppenheimer? That's the one. Okay. Um, Kelly and Murphy, during the shooting of uh, Peaky Blinders, smoked over like 3,000 cigarettes yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, well, they were herbal cigarettes. And I'm like, yeah, oh. but still. Right. So, still. so you, That's a lot. It was unhealthy and it smelled worse. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> the other one that popped up, this was kind of an oh wait, because I don't think he's in a lot of other Coen brothers, but Shooter McGavin was in this movie for Shooter like a McGavin half second. Shooter McGavin was in the was movie. Awesome. Was he? Yeah. He was the salesman to try to sell him tar. 
in yeah. her oh. fucking house. And, and Dor- she Doris screams gets home and tells him to fuck off. I didn't realize that was Peter McGavin. Yep. Here's a pamphlet. Just rips it up. Uh, get the fuck out of here. Uh, just that part. I mean, yeah, there was some. There was some good parts, like in the movie. And again, like I said, I picked a movie that no, had I, won awards that I had never seen. I mean, yep. it, the pick makes sense. Yeah. Cohen Brothers. Yeah. It's won awards. We've never seen it. Great. Yeah. It has good actors. Well, um, yeah. Awesome. I just fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, there was fine. no color, and it was boring. Yeah. As fuck. Uh, on paper, again, looks great. Yeah. Uh, I, I I even said I picked out parts that I liked of it. The cinematography was great. The acting was great. I laughed at certain parts because you could see the Coen Brothers comedy come yeah. through. But it, my whole thing too is I want to have a story and then come to completion, come to a resolution. And you like, want a bow? Not necessarily a bow, but like even if it's good or bad, kind of mm-hmm. at least something tied up at the end. The yeah. So oh, so he yeah he did die, but there was four other subplots that kept going and went nowhere and did nothing and didn't advance the story at all. That could have been completely cut out, and nothing would have fucking changed. The part that annoys me. The part that got me too was, I mean, you, he wakes up in the hospital after Scar Scarjo tries to give him a blowy. Yep. And you know he's being very appropriate. He's like, "You're being way out of line here." Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, crashes his car, wakes up. You're under arrest for the murder of Creighton Tolliver. All right, so he's pinched. Like at that point, just say, "No, I didn't murder Creighton Tolliver." However, I did kill. <laughs> Big Dave in self-defense while he was trying to murder me because I blackmailed him for $10,000 because he was having sex with my wife. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if you tell that story and tell the truth in 1949, like I was blackmailing him for this money so I could start a dry cleaning business with this guy wearing a wig. Mm -hmm. Uh, He tried to kill me. So I stabbed him in the neck, which was a pretty cool shot. That was a good shot. Like the the glass breaking and everything and worried about him. But I, I feel like in 1949, Santa Rosa, California, you're—I mean—you're still going to be in prison, but yeah. they're probably not giving you the chair probably for not. self-defense. Right. No, and I think that's kind of what he—he he assumed he was coming anyways. But also, he did say, "Big Dave, you're arrested for murder." He goes, "Big Dave." Oh. Like, obviously, that's who I killed. They're like, no, for this guy, and his eyes light up like, "Oh fuck!" Also, <laughs> they found him, and he's dead. Yeah. Well, you kind of because he looked for yeah. him for a while. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, I just got scanned by some guy," and then you assumed he just skipped town. Yeah. Nope, nope. He's fucking dead. Huh. No. He he died. He died. He was half. No, uh, he, <laughs> he was, wasn't. He halved. was not half. He was beaten. <laughs> yeah, um, to death. Yeah, poor guy. Um, and I've seen Gandolfini beat somebody to death. Yeah, yeah. He's good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, yeah. we were talking. Oh, I was because you were talking about things that you liked about the movie. Yes. I did like the very end shot where he walks out of the prison cell. And then when he walks in to the chair, how everything is white. white. Yes. Like, that looked cool. That yeah. was super fucking cool. That was a good shot. And then the guy flipping the switch is mm-hmm. also from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Like, Who's the, he play? Oh, George, not the livestock. Oh. Like, I didn't know it was him. God, I missed so much in this. You, you see? If you're paying attention to the Coen Brothers circle, you pick up a lot. Like, well, ri- yeah. like Richard Jenkins, who is in probably 80% of the movies we've reviewed so far. Yes. Like, he's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, there's a ton I, of people. I will movie. say this though: if you're watching something and you're bored out of your fucking mind, you're not going to pick up those small things because you don't fucking care, right? Yeah, so I that's, had a really hard time. That's part of it. Focusing, but I mean, even in his closing dialogue, where he's monologue, whatever, where he's talking about, you know, he's writing this down basically because the magazine's mm-hmm. paying him to 
write it. Which why does it matter? What, what, matter? what are you going to use that money for? Yeah. Like, you're, you're, like why make this longer for extra five cents? Well, I mean, the money's going to go somewhere. He's probably going to give it to Birdie. Oh, probably. Probably. She, literally, she's the only thing he cared about in the entire movie. Like, yep. so he, weird. And I mean, yeah. the the title of the movie makes perfect sense because dude has like no di hardly any dialogue the entire movie. It's mm-hmm. all. Staring voiceover and narration yeah. staring and smoking <laughs> his facial expression barely changes the entire movie mm. yeah even like when it, he's being choked it's like eye movement that's it like yeah it's, he doesn't I mean, have a facial expression yeah like it's like wow he's as dead inside as i am uh i, I at least shows like, yeah. <laughs> emotion so i'm gonna the title was taken from um a poem, actually. Okay. I wasn't sure what it is. So this is another titty, and it's a short-ish poem, and I actually know this poem from the movie Identity. Um, if you've ever seen Identity, it's a great movie. Ellen doesn't like it because it has John Cusack, but it's a great fucking movie. Okay. Stephen King? Uh, no, that was, that was 14 away, I thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's, same lines, a very twisty psychological thriller movie. I'm not going to give away the plot because it has a great twist, I think. But So the poem uh, is called uh, Antigonosh. Antigonosh. Uh, I met a man who wasn't there. So it goes like this. Yesterday upon the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. I wish, I wish he would go away. Hmm. Uh, when I came home last night at three, the man was waiting there for me. But when I looked around the hall, I couldn't see him there at all. Go away, go away. Don't you come back anymore. Go away, go away. Please don't slam the door. Slam. Last night upon the stair, I met a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today. Oh, how I wish he would go away. Huh. So that is where they got the title for this. Uh, it's a lot creepier of a poem in the yeah. movie, but it's really good. <laughs> There's also a, a very, very, very unknown band that uses the snippet from that movie in one of their songs. And What else we got? Uh, so, one of my favorite lines or quotes, I had two parts. Some of the comedy. So, one of them, so when the cops go to talk to him about his wife being arrested for the murder, and they come up, and they just don't want to be there, obviously, and they're mm-hmm. talking to him, and it's very uncomfortable, and he's like, oh, God, the cops want to talk to me. What's going on? Well, your wife was arrested. And then he goes, oh, well, yeah, you can visit her. She's in the clink. Uh, visiting ends at five, looks at his watch. Oh, uh, well, jeez, so you, you missed it today. Yeah. You can yeah. go visit her tomorrow. Yeah, you can go see her tomorrow. <laughs> Shows up, she's got a black eye. Yeah. Doesn't ask her, like, doesn't say anything. No. Yeah, he's a terrible husband. Yeah. Well, no, actually, she was a terrible wife. Oh, I didn't say she wasn't. Right. And that's the thing because you get you're torn on how, like who like who are you feeling for in this movie? Nobody. Nobody. Literally, which I also don't like. Where like, you're like yeah. you're really like not, I gotta like you're not, something. Yeah, you're not pulling for anybody. It's Mm-mm. just like like here's the story and here's the end of it. Well, and that's kind of exactly. why I didn't and like I, the other stories because the other stories they gave you are the, the the lines and they they sent off on these new timelines and new like storylines that you're supposed to talk about these people now. I'm like, I don't care about them either. Oh, and then you're not going to finish their story? Cool. We're just going to go back to all right, fine. Yeah, and mistrial, but just like when, like when the initial when he's initially on trial for the murder of Creighton Tolliver, and then Frank just punches him in the face. Mm-hmm. Yep. They get an instant mistrial. Yep. Right. And then public defenders like, oh, we're finding him guilty. It's like. Yeah, uh, we're not we're not doing that. We're gonna we're gonna say guilty. We're we're gonna do a plea. So you did a plea for and the, you did guilty and for the chair. And then he got the chair. So it's like, what the fuck did you plea then? Why are you doing guilty? Like uh, what? what did you talk him down from? Like, tell your story. Like, no, I killed Dave because he was trying to kill me. Yeah. I stabbed him in the throat hole. And it's like he even toward telling the his lawyer that the expensive one. He goes, No, yeah. I'm not doing that. I have to have a better story. I'm not I don't not doing that one. Yeah, Shalub Shalub's part was great like when you first meet him in the restaurant and he's ordering all the food so yep. you're just like god damn you you 
Yep. Hessel's spending all my money. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he says, oh, are you hungry? Like, it's like, I'm the lawyer. You're the barber. You know nothing. Yep. Like, I don't know. It's just. It was very it, it, I'm great, glad, great, great part. Yeah. Great casting, too. I think he played that part where it was yeah. uh, unusual for him to play that kind of person. But he played it very well. He did. I realized over the last couple movies we've done, I'm not a big fan of Tony Shalhoub. No? Mm-mm. So. I like him in Monk. Mm-hmm. I like him in this. That's it. I Monk. don't like him as the character in 13 Ghosts because he was just really fucking annoying. He I was, forgot how bad and annoying well, he was. Well, he was also one. in an episode of The X Files. He was in Men in Black. He was in Men in Black. He was in Men in Black. I like him. And he was in an episode of The X Files. And I didn't like. I don't like that episode. Okay. I don't like, so, so I just, just don't think I don't like Tony, Tony well, Shalhoub. And that's much. okay. He's all right in Monk, but no. other than that, I don't like when he plays like a a douchebag. Yeah, I guess kind Str- of strong. Think, like him as Monk is great, but when he's like a douchebag, I'm just like it doesn't fit you very well. <laughs> like I don't like this. I don't know. I like, I, I thought he was the best char- hmm. character in the movie. I thought the character was good. I just didn't like him as that character. Yeah. yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, my reboot would be good. I would enjoy that. And how young... God, this was... All right, so this was 20, 22 years ago. Scarlett Johansson was young. A baby. She was yeah. just like a, a, baby. a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other movie I can picture this young in, and she was actually younger in that one, I'm pretty uh Home Alone 3. Yeah. Which doesn't even have the same people in it. They just made a new Home Alone wasn't How? wasn't overall a bad movie, but it was not a good movie. She was sixteen in this Just, movie. Good God. God! Hopefully, you didn't pick her for your F. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I get to read through my notes. Because <laughs> you think Scarlett Johansson, you're like obviously. Well, yeah. But she was a baby. She was. She was just a tot. Yeah. Yeah. And like Richard Jenkins is in everything. Like every time, like this, yeah, he is in literally everything. And to yeah. think that he raised Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, <laughs> and, he, and he continues to find work. It's just unbelievable. Shocking. Really. Yeah, probably like you know one of the best character actors mm-hmm. ever because he is in every in movie a lot of we do, and, and we've never linked him. him on purpose. You no, know? everything that we he's into, to. he plays that character in a believable way. Yes, like you yeah. don't see. Oh, this is the guy that's in everything. It's just that character, and that's it. Right, which is. I guess he's, he's a. Comedian. I guess he's a. I guess he's a good actor. Chameleon he must be. Yeah, he must be a really good actor. He plays characters well. Mm-hmm. Should we do some. Uh, I, yes. yes. One, one more. Titties. Well, let's say I can jump into the titties before because that's technically a segment. But yeah. uh, one more thing, I just wanted to get out there because we have been watching a lot more Mad Men and we're still making our way through it. Love but it. near the end, when she does the whole thing with the Shooter McGavin salesman person coming in there, right. I noticed. The whole coming home thing—it was a very much like Mad Men reverse roles kind of thing. Oh yeah, very yeah. strong woman coming home, makes herself a drink, whatever. The the husband's there, doesn't talk a lot, tries to talk, it's shot down. She is the man in the relationship. She wears the pants. It's just mm-hmm. and yeah. the, of the time, it's very much. She drove the car home. She gets home. She makes a drink. She sits on the couch. She wants silence. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's, it's like I mean, it's not her barbershop, but it's her family's barbershop. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you work for me, bitch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Do you like Mad Men? I've uh, never seen an episode. Oh, it's and really I know, good. I'm sure I would like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think I think you would like it. I, I, I probably would, but I feel like you would. It's a great show. Yeah, what, what was it on then. AMC? What are we watching it on now? Prime, I'm pretty sure. But it, it was on anyway. AMC. Oh originally. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I know. I like last week I casted that shithead Billy from the Scooter on th- in Thirteen Ghosts as oh, yeah. Logan Kim, who was a. Uh, podcast in the new Ghostbusters movie. That's right, yeah. So I just started watching 
because you know like again pot committed the new walking dead series the dead Ugh. city with negan and maggie Ugh. Ugh. Okay. but maggie's son is logan kim oh <laughs> that's funny because i was like the, i was watching episode one i was like all right i'll give it a shot and sure. then i was like logan kim i'm like hey i was just hey. talking about that asshole yeah <laughs> And it's like, since they made Ghostbusters and this, it's like puberty Puberty hit this dude. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He looks, <laughs> I mean, he looks like an adult. Oh. Weird. It's oh. crazy, yeah. But he plays, he plays little Herschel. Herschel? Herschel, yeah. That's such an awful name. I know. Well, they named him after Maggie's dad. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying Herschel. Who got yep. half. Like, can you imagine having a baby and naming it Herschel? <laughs> the nurse is writing on the birth certificate. It's better than, like, like Haley like, with, like, L-E-G-I-H. Uh, well, yeah. But, so, like, yeah. More, more names nowadays are not better. Or, like, naming a little baby Barbara. Barb. Yeah. Barb. That's, that's, that's my a, grandma's that's name. Barb. Yeah. I Barb. like the name yeah. Barb, but I just oh. can't imagine it. Baby Barb. That's always an adult lady's name. Right. Not oh. a little baby's name. <laughs> yeah. Barb. Wow, she's so beautiful. What do you want to name her? Mildred. <laughs> Blanche. Yeah. Blanche. Yeah, that's a good cat name. It is a good cat it's name. Good. All right. But, what, uh, what titties you got? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I didn't do a whole lot. So I already popped a couple of them out. Um,. <laughs> So, Joel and Ethan came up with the story for this while working on uh, the Hudsucker Proxy in 1994. It's another one, one of the movies I have not seen. Tim Robbins. I've seen clips. I, I haven't seen the whole thing, but uh, it was see, one of those that I gave up on because I was like, I don't want to think less of them. Yeah. Uh, so, I like Tim Robbins, but only in the Shawshank, and even then, he's barely sustainable because I'm just not a Tim Robbins fan. No? He's a punchable just, face. Bull Durham? Kinda, yeah. It's great in Bull Durham. Uh,. So, anyways, while they're while they're filming this scene in a barbershop in the Hudsucker Proxy, uh, the Cohen saw a prop poster of a 1940s haircut, and it de- began developing a story about the barber who cut the hair for the poster. So that's why they're all very particular about okay. the boys' the, haircut yep. styles of the time. The heiny. Yeah. I remember getting heinies when I was a kid. <laughs> no junior executive here had the cowlick. It was interfered. Um. The production designer for it, uh, Dennis Gassner, filled the sets with lighting fixtures in the shape of flying saucers, like the lamps on the judge's desk and the okay. whole alien theme. But that's another thing. Why didn't that come out more? Like, holy shit, I want more UFOs and aliens. Here's that was a great scene. As soon as Anne did her thing, I was like, oh, fuck yes, let's get some aliens in this shit. Nope, throw away scene. Anne's just crazy. Fuck! Did, I mean, did you guys watch any of the Fargo series? Yeah, yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, because they bring aliens into like parts of that too, and then it has like all of a sudden there's just like nothing. It's just like what? I thought I there must, was aliens. I must, have, I must have missed that. No, exactly. Like well, there's, there, there's there, a flying saucer. There's thing a flying it, saucer in one. stories. Yeah, and oh, then in season two, I think Oliver Platt's car gets plummeted by raining fish, and like all like all this like weird shit happens, and then they just God, take I don't that, remember any of that. They take no. the, well because it's just one scene, and then they take it nowhere. Yep. So I wonder if like you took aliens, all of, huh? I wonder okay. if you took all of the Coen Brother movies that have the alien references or things in them and put them all together. Does it make a story? I'm sure somebody has done that. Uh, we could try, but let's not. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to no, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just that wonder sounds, if that's been done. That before. sounds like a lot of work. Like, does it? Is there some reason? I guess is what I'm wondering for that. Like, is it an actual story that they're telling within all these other movies, or is it just they're just fucking with? They're you? just fucking. I think they're just fucking with us. Hmm. No. Like, yeah. that's, that's that's their style seems to be yeah the alien I, I totally forgot about the alien scene until you mentioned it because I thought like oh they did that in Fargo season one there was an episode where like a flying saucer and then they do nothing, nothing else with it they explain yep. God, nothing I don't, and then Oliver I don't Platt's driving along I think it even kills him 
but like fish start raining from the skies and yeah but that one was explained in that one because that was uh one of those fire equipments picking up uh, water from a oh. lake and like it accidentally dropped the water something oh. like that i thought okay maybe yeah all right maybe i was in the bathroom when they were explaining <laughs> cooking <laughs> they were noodles ironing uh, boiling noodles in the kitchen when they were explaining that part <laughs> so the only other two were not technically titties just things that i kind of saw or whatever so uh I laughed at this part too. So his brother uh, Frank, I think yeah. it was, uh, says the guy in your ear, Mister, as he's walking out. <laughs> and I just thought it was funny. Um, so I tried looking up the origin of it, but there's no definitive origin for the actual phrase of in your it's, ear. It's either stick it in your ear, in your ear. But the the closest they can say is it's possibly euphemism for stick it up your ass. Right. Um, and it was popular in the 70s. So the fact that it was out in you know 49 or whatever else, yeah. I don't know where the actual. Like, it was popular as a saying then, so it came out in the 50s, 40s, but there's no definitive origin for who said it first, why it's a thing, and how it became popular. Uh, the other one is he mentioned that uh, an undertaker one time said that your hair keeps growing after death. Uh, that's false. It does not. Your hair does not keep growing. Your fingernails do not keep growing. It's just no, that you, you become shrink. so emaciated and you shrink and it that looks like it grows growing. out of your body. Like yes. what's already inside of your body pushes starts sticking out, out more. Yes. Dude, while you got the Google machine out there, Ellen. Yeah. What? How much is ten thousand dollars worth in nineteen forty nine? One hundred and twenty eight thousand. Okay. All right. Because I, yeah, I, I figured you would, and mm-hmm. I figured you'd have the number waiting for me. So yeah, because I was just wondering, like. Let me just quick hand over $128,000 to, to a stranger. In thing called dry cleaning. I mean... There's no water involved. No water involved and there's no shrinkage. It's like, man, I wish that I had that problem. Um, <laughs> Significant drink. I was in the pool! Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld reference. Oh, the references are off the chain. Everybody knows it. So should we uh, reboot this son of a gun? Or what? you got any reviews? Uh, let's reboot it. FMK, and then I'll give you a, 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 a. I got three reviews. All right, who wants okay. to go first? Uh, reboot. I will go first. Okay. Uh, so for Ed, yeah, I did Colin Farrell. It's a good one. Uh, for Doris, uh, Sarah Paulson. All right. Oh, she'd be good. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought so. Uh, for Big Dave, since we're talking about uh, zombies and such, I did Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Negan. Ooh, God, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Uh, Anne, I did uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Ellen's got the Jeff- look. Jeffrey ne- Dean Morgan. Negan from The Walking Dead. That does not help. Uh, um, um, that does not help me. He was in uh, Batman's father from Batman versus Superman. <laughs> That's not going to help either. Probably uh, wasn't Grey's Anatomy. He was in Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy also uh, doesn't help me. Um, I'll look Christ. it up. Yeah. Jeffrey Dean. Uh, anyway, so Anne. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. it's that yeah. guy. Uh, and then Birdie is Anya Taylor Joy. Okay. And that's all I did. That's all you did. Yeah. Hmm. Ellen, how about you? Oh, sorry, I was looking up Jeffrey Dean Morgan to see yeah. what I would know him from. I don't, I'm not sure, <laughs> but anyway. Oh, uh, that guy. What do you know from? I have no idea. Yeah. I, I know, know that but guy. he looks like that other guy. The guy from the thing. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He looks identical <laughs> was, to another actor. I'm goofing. Oh, okay, good. Because I. <laughs> <laughs> so I only so I did Ed, Doris, Dave, and Freddie. Okay. So for Ed, I couldn't remember his name, and and then I remembered, and now I can't remember who's the guy who plays Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. okay. Yep. And then for Doris, I have Emma Watson. Okay. Okay. So I thought I thought it'd be more Harry Potter. We're, yeah, yeah. Well, we're, I'm listening to all the books, so yeah, all right. it makes sense. <laughs> she has it on the mind. Yeah. Um, but also, I'd like to see Emma Watson play like a, a bitch. kind of a bitch. Yeah. 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 And then stick her legs and be like, shake my legs. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part of the whole movie, I think. It'd be fun to hear her. Has she done anything with an American accent? 
I'm not uh, that I've seen, but I don't know. No. I think it'd be kind of fun to yeah. see if she does an American accent. Mm. For Dave, I have Leonardo DiCaprio. Big Dave's Leo. Interesting. Okay. I can so see like, that. So, like, I'd like to him to see a little little bit heavier. Yeah. Not, like, heavy, but a little bit heavier. Because so him like, playing, like, Candy from Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, he yeah, deranged. he wouldn't be Big Dave. He would just be average-sized Dave. Just Dave. Regular Dave. Yeah, I mean, regular. Jeffrey Dean Morgan isn't really fat either, but he's a big dude. He's so. a big dude. Yeah. I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio's not big. No. Well, he's not okay. little like, like Billy Bob Thornton. Before no. you continue, let's talk about how Billy Bob Thornton and how little he is. He's so <laughs> little. I, I've seen him, and I've never met him, but I've seen him in person. I've stood... 30 to 40 feet away from him. He was in a band, and off the top of my head, I can't think of the name, but they were playing the free stage at the Iowa State Fair. And he came out on stage, and I swear to God, this guy's like 5'1. And I looked at IMDb, and he's claiming 5'10, and there is no <laughs> GD way. No, this thing. So I Googled it just now because I wanted to see what I, I typed in height and weight of Billy Bob Thornton. Because yeah. not only is he short, he's a stick. He's oh, so 105 thin. pounds. He claims to be. In 2002, he said he's six feet and 140 pounds. No, he's not. No, no he's not even close. Fucking way. Yeah. I give him five nine at best. I, at no best. I am six foot tall, 195 mm-hmm. pounds, and I could run over him like he wasn't even there. Oh, this like, thing has him as six one. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they never no. saw him in concert. No way. Uh, the box masters. The is box masters. Right and this Sad. has him as five ten. Also, no. No. No, I swear to God, if he's taller than 5'3", I would be amazed. He came he, out on stage, and I was like, he is the smallest non-dwarf person I have ever yeah, seen well, in my they're, life. They're, they're saying 5'10", from all the things that I can see. And like I said, I might maybe give him 5'9". Maybe. I would say like 5'7", 5'8". Uh, but also, if you think of when you saw him, we're in Minnesota. Yeah. A lot of the guys here are pretty big yeah i yeah. mean you know yeah they just are Sweden. but yeah, right so, so like compared to him got that norse blood in us. he right. came all right so i'm like 30 to 40 feet away he came out on stage mm-hmm. vantage point like he was still like at my eye level <laughs> like i had eye contact with him and he was standing on a five foot like he was he's tiny he is small yeah. yes he's a very petite man he, anyway well, i'm sorry I, like, we ta- oh yeah my reboot. reboot oh the last one i have is freddie and i have robert Downey jr Okay. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He Fast would talker. be. Yeah, he would be really good at that. And then the part where Billy Bob Thornton gets punched in the face, and then he's and he's calling for a mistrial. Yeah, and then he's gonna get up and he puts his hand in like no no no, no stay yeah. down. <laughs> I feel like Robert Downey Jr. would be a good yeah. that sense of something. Okay, I like that. That's all. That's all I got. That's all I did. So Johnny G's reboot of the man who wasn't there for Ed Crane. I did, and we're keeping these award. I like you know. This is going to win awards. Okay. Ed Crane. Mine, mine wasn't? No, How yeah, dare I you? I think all of ours are, <laughs> as long as the cinematography and the directing is great. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to cut out. I would do but... some rewrites, yeah. But... Yeah. Ed, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Because I've seen him smoke in every scene in a movie, so, so yeah, I know he can do it. And <laughs> being extremely stoic, too, and not saying yep. a fucking word the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, like saying everything without saying anything, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, for Doris, I thought we would have some fun and do Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Oh, yeah. That'd so be kind of fun. Get her back uh, mm-hmm. 23 years later. 22, yeah. Uh, for Big Dave, I did Vin Diesel. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's his birthday today, I think. Oh, Hold on. Let me pull happy. this up. I, I thought I saw that. It, it, it popped up on my fucking screen. <laughs> like, I'm a big Vin Diesel fan. Right on his wall. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I was just thinking, like, menacing dudes. And then, like, I, I was actually doing my reboot today at work. 
And uh, like Vin Diesel, I was thinking about him in Boiler Room for whatever reason. I wasn't thinking about like, and just like he'd be kind of like the scuzzy boss that would, you know, go after ScarJo. Vin Diesel, July 18th, 1967. It's Um, Vin Diesel's birthday today is time of recording. So that puts him at 56. 56. Holy buckets. Uh, James Gandolfini was 41 years old when this movie came out. That's he looks how old I am right now. He's 40 years old, though. Like, he's he looked does. 40 since he was 28, I bet. Yeah. I always thought he looked so old. And then when I saw, I, when I was looking at the ages when I was doing the reboot, and I was like, holy Christ, like, that's. Oh, no. If I, got ca- <laughs> if I got cast in a movie, I would be average Dave. <laughs> like, like, yes. No. All right, so Vin Diesel. Uh, for Freddie Riedenschneider, I did John Mulaney. Okay. Oh, that would be so. That'd be funny, actually. Okay. Side note: since you derailed my, not derailed, but sure, yeah. No, yeah. Thing, have you watched on Hulu? Is it on Hulu? The Bear? No. Okay, you should watch yeah, it's it. It's on Hulu. Yes. Just so you can get to season two. Just so you can watch the Christmas special because John Mulaney is in it. All right. And he plays the like cousin's husband or something. Yes. He's right. really really good. In He's it. fucking funny. In okay. That yeah. I really enjoy. And that. also, you should just watch the Bear because it's actually a, it's a really good show. Yes. I'm actually. Su- kind of surprised because i used to work in food service and when i first started watching that when it was out and i was still in food service probably I peaked to, anxiety i had to stop the first episode halfway yeah. through but i did finish it and it, it, it fucking hit in all the right places and yep. now that i'm out and watching it again it actually it i still get all the feels but it's like oh. a good feels kind of it, yeah it's one of those things that doesn't leave you like when i see casino movies and i'm just like oh my god I, yeah i wouldn't watch the bear while he was still in food service because no. He would come home with all the uh, uh, food service. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to watch, watch this. an yeah. entertainment show yeah. based on that. Also, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, that's fine because I'll just fuck going. brunch. Uh, fuck brunch. <laughs> fuck brunch. Birdie, uh, Sophia Lillis, or Sophia Lilly from Sophia Uncle Frank. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. she'd be yep. good. She'd be a yeah. good birdie. Mm-hmm. And then for brother-in-law mm-hmm. Frank, I did Jonah Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That motherfucker. <laughs> Have you read? Have you We're not going to get into that, are we? Uh, we don't need to talk about. Oh, we don't no, need don't to talk need to about that. him text. Yeah, like none of that. But like, but he just, can fuck off. He can yes, fuck off. He can fuck off. But yeah, like just like the fast talking, like the like his how, his, his, his character from Wolf of Wall Street, kind yes. of. Yeah. Yes, his mm-hmm. character from Wolf of Wall Street, the barber, you know, the Captain Barber, Chief Barber, whatever that fuck they call him. Uh, those are the only characters that I did. Yeah. Everybody else gets to stay. Richard Jenkins, you're safe, buddy. As long as your heart's ticking here in every movie we're doing. Uh, All right. Uh, FMK. FMK. Yeah. What do you guys have? All right. So. Because you can't have Scarlett Johansson. Right. So, again, with the whole thing, I was kind of mad at this one, but they made Frances McDormand the, the attractive in this one. So, I'm, I'm effing her because it's only one night, one time thing. Frances McDormand. Sure. Fine. Whatever. Okay. I mean, and she's pretty. She's pretty. She's not like, unattractive. She's not ugly. Like she's not said, unattractive no, at all. No, the, but it's it's a weird and thing it's the too. Yeah. It's the hottest she's been. Yeah. Right. Uh, so then I'm marrying uh, Anne. So Catherine Borowitz because she's kind oh. of funny and also is crazy with conspiracy theories that about was aliens. Dave's wife. Dave's right? wife. Yeah. yeah. I love when she had the, the veil because the, again oh. the colors there was yeah. no colors. Yeah. And so the clothes weren't as fun. But when she pulled up with the veil with the polka dots on it, yeah. I was yep. like, oh my god. Yeah. I want that. So marrying her, um, and I'm killing Creighton Tolliver. Uh, and I know oh. he, I know he already dies, but like one, not that, not that he wasn't a con man. He seemed like a con man. He and, was a con. Yeah. And with him dead none of this shit would have happened everyone would just fucking live their lives yep so 
Yep. Yeah. The, the, store, like, the store would have closed on time. I feel like Ed <laughs> would have killed somebody eventually. But I don't know. I don't think he would have. I don't think he would have. Unless would've. somebody got in like Birdie's way, he probably wouldn't have murdered anybody. Which? So we're very similar. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking Doris. Because, mm-hmm. again, it's the only time I've ever even looked at Francis McDormand in that light. Yep. Like, usually it's like, nope, I think I'm going to barf. <laughs> well, that passed. <laughs> uh, I'm going to marry Birdie, but we'll wait until she's 18. We'll keep things legit. Okay. I don't want to get in trouble. Right. What if she and tries to give you a blowy in a car after your second time hanging out? Yeah. Well, I mean, I did pay for those piano lessons, so. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, even though, like, I don't like to kill them if they're already dead, but who else do you kill? So I'm also killing Creighton. Oh, interesting. See, the thing is, we can kill him before he gets killed, though. So, like, we, yeah, we yeah, killed yeah. earlier in the story. Like, so. I'm killing him when he walks in, and I'm like, we're close, and he <laughs> presses me to still cut his hair. It's like, no. you trying to make a pass, mister? Oh yeah, that part was also really that fucking was a weird too. Yeah, just the fact that he, it like, does the least, like, Ugh, yeah. and just the wink, like, uh, and he's like, "No, you're way out of line, way out of line." Yeah, okay, just he business. handled yeah. that very yeah. well, though. Just business. Both then. of them did. Yeah, yeah but absolutely. But yeah. like oh, for the yeah. 1949 to oh, have yeah. some to be a man and have a guy make a pass at you and just be like, "That's out of line," and then move on, and then move and on, and still yeah. be willing to do business with him. Yep. Yeah, like, good for you. Here, sign these sign these documents that I can laminate, so when they find my body in seven months underwater, your signature will still be legible. His briefcase, all the papers in his briefcase were fucking fine. Apparently, yeah, that part I was like, "How in the fuck?" You're like. Submerging things in water typically typically would make paper dissolve. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not sure exactly how science works. I wonder if they got a briefcase and put a bunch of papers in there and threw it in water and was like, "Eh, "It's probably fine. It's fine." Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like ink won't. Yeah, water won't get through there. The ink is okay. All right. So for my FMK, okay. F Tony Soprano. Okay. Okay. Big Dave. Mary Monk. All really? Right. Yeah. He, I mean, even though rich, I hate him, he's a rich, lo- rich lawyer. Rich lawyer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's away on business. Yeah. It seems yeah. To be quite often. So. <laughs> yeah. You're in Sacramento, just living the life, while he's down slumming it in Santa Rosa. Exactly. Yep. And then I'm gonna kill Doris. Okay. Yeah. I almost. I, I kind of wanted to kill Doris too. But you didn't have a whole lot of options for women. True. You can. You can. Fuck her and then kill her. I no, guess. That's but because if that was part of the rules. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose it is. That's yeah, true. No, no, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, you, yeah. You can't do that. You can't do the same. You just can't. Because I was thinking about that when I was listening to the 13 Ghosts episode. Like, <laughs> instead of FMK. I'm just like, murdering everybody. Instead of FMK, it'd be F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> 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 I'm going to F, I'm going to Murray, and then I'm going to Abraham. <laughs> By the way, like, did we ever explain like why we started doing Fuck, Mary Kill? Because of the... The Cheer, Mary Joy. Cheer, Mary Joy. Yeah. <laughs> we had... I was, saying, like, I was never into that. I just thought it was a fun segment to do for a movie. No, so. it is, I mean, it is. It it's, is. It's not going away. But yeah, at, at work, we had, uh, during Christmas season, we had three signs hanging in the back in, in our a seasonal row. area. In a row that said, Cheer, Mary, Joy. So at work, we're playing Cheer, Mary, Joy yeah. <laughs> like, for Fuck, Mary, Kill. Yeah, for like a month, we just we did, did Cheer, yeah. Mary, Joy. And yeah. then when we did this, we had either already started the podcast or we were about to start it. We, yeah. I think we started it in December. Yeah. And then we were like, well, we got to do, we should do Cheer, Cheer Mary Joy, yeah, obviously. Cheer Mary Joy, yeah. So come Christmas, if we ever do a Christmas special, oh, it'll, it'll be Cheer Mary, Mary Joy. Which is happening. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How, how does 
just, just so I get the rules right, is it the same rules or you're you're cheering on who you think is cheer? No, it's, no, the, it's, it's the, the same, same, same rules. Okay, just, just changing the cheers, words. Yeah. Changing the word. yeah. Okay. yeah, we're debbing it up. Yeah. How does one cheer somebody? <laughs> <laughs> well, we cheer for Teddy. Like, we do cheer for Teddy. Way to go, Teddy. Yes. No. Did I ever tell you that we do that? Yeah. Okay. I, I watch your TikToks. We clap. We go, yay, Teddy. Yeah. Uh, and he gets jacked. Oh, he loves reviews? it. Reviews? Yes, I got some. I have three. Okay. First one is from two years ago. I gave it four stars. <laughs> and for some reason, this made me laugh, and I don't know why. But it said, nice movie. Good, solid acting. Depressing reality of sad world. Must watch. Yeah. Because you know what I want to do to escape the depressing real world that we live in? Watch a depressing fucking movie. Yeah. Even Yeah, I mean... Which I'm not saying that. It, I don't it, do that. I do. But this is... Sometimes when you watch something like that and it does make you feel better about your own situation. Well, hmm. This one, there's two of them and they were back-to-back posted, but not by the same person. Okay. And this, neither one of them gave any stars. Uh-huh, all right. This one says, okay, not that interesting. All right. And the next one down says, interesting, not that okay. <laughs> Different people. Yes, different people. So I'm sure they read the first one. Was like, I'm gonna. They were sitting in the same room. Both five years ago, different people. Like, yeah. Oh, interesting. So somebody read it, then they were like, all right, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna goof. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a little. I'm gonna have a little goof. I'm gonna gonna have a goof. I was just goofing. I was just goofing. Just new boot goofing. New boot goofing. Genuine ostrich. Three payments. Out. (laughs) All right. So this is one of the magic weeks. We're, yep. we're recording two, yep. so I still yes. don't know what the fuck's going on with my hip. Yep. So the next time we record, I might be in a wheelchair. Who knows? I Who might knows? not be able to get off this damn sofa. I'm going to start building a ramp so you so, can get into the house. Ellen, why don't you tell us which gem you picked for us? <laughs> so, so out of all of the great all, characters, yes. the Coen Brothers movie, all the you know the producers, all the actors, a lot of big names in this one, oh, what'd you go with? The star-studded cast... <laughs> A veritable grab bag. So many options. So many options. So where, many options. Like all the listeners are like, God, huh, who could you where, where is she gonna go? Well, I will she... say my before I picked my actual my top choice, I had two top picks before I landed on what I actually was gonna pick. Okay. One of them was You've Got Mail. Okay. Okay. The other one was The Village. Oh, God. I actually love yeah, that movie. I do too, <laughs> and I know you hate uh. it. And then. I ended up going with uh, the composer, music guy, was Carter Burrell. I went with a Goofy movie. A Goofy movie. The 1995 version, I hope. Animated. Animated, animated yes. Disney movie about Goofy. Yes. So if you so. watch this black and white Coen Brothers film <laughs> yeah. so we had- and guessed that it was going to go to a Goofy movie, an animated movie. <laughs> yeah. You- Uncendio dollars. <laughs> yeah, you win the fucking lottery. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I'm not a, a complete 180, but... Mm-hmm. It's like a 179. We're yeah. pulling a 179 <laughs> yeah. on it. Also, uh, Eric Morley, my best friend, he texted me this morning after listening to the 13 Ghosts episode. I'm also reeling that John has like a million more friends than I do, which is like a million. I got a lot. I mean, I got a lot of friends. Yes. I, you know, I, I, uh, uh, too many, some would say. But go well, on. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't feel like I have room in my life for more. Sure. But, uh, you know, the ones I, that I've gotten that i've kept around me and that i've chosen i'm pretty happy with that's good anyway uh you know we were talking about the porn star or the sus- uh, the suspected porn star yeah the the rumor that was proved to be false from the 13 ghosts yeah if, if, if you're curious but, about where the porn star is coming from um, yeah 
the uh, naked lady from 13 Ghosts was suspected to be a porn star. It was proven that it wasn't, but right. that porn star they thought it was did do a porn parody of it a year later. Yeah, and yeah. then it was called 13 Erotic Ghosts. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, we could come up with something better. Did Eric so I said 13 some... Inch Ghosts. Yeah. And uh, Eric hit me with 69 Ghosts this morning. So. Oh, oh, there you go. And I yeah. said, oh, that's the funny number. Yeah. So. <laughs> When nice. that, that happens yeah. in darts all the time. Actually, yeah. we get to if we're playing, you know, five hundred one, we're getting back down, or you're getting marks, whatever. It's if you come across four twenty or sixty nine, everybody yeah. always calls it out, and I always go. We always say nice for sixty nine, obviously, right? But then I also usually call it. <laughs> that's the sex number. <laughs> it's so funny. And then same thing with four twenty. It's like that's the weed number. That's why, like, one of the most used numbers I think in cinematic history is probably the number thirty seven. And every time I hear it, you think of Clerks, where it's like, my girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. 37? In a row. So it's like every time somebody says 37 I'm in a row. Yeah. Trying to <laughs> suck any dicks away through the parking lot. Yeah. Hey, you, hey. come back here. Yeah. But that's not the movie we're doing next nope. week. Thank we're doing God. a goofy movie <laughs> by Walt Disney. Yep. The 1995 version. It's available to watch on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. If you don't have Disney+, Plus, you can rent it elsewhere, but... Mm-hmm. Just get Disney Plus. I mean, right. it's just easier. They've literally have, they own everything. They, they own, own everything. everything. You just, might as well just yeah, just give to in. come. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's what you're gonna watch. It's a nice short, hundred and it's, it's like, like twenty a, minutes. It's, like hour, hour, it's a nice 20? short movie hour. that has lots of color. Yes, an hour eighteen. There's yeah, it's very. It's a lot more colorful. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all. That's it. That's it. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Uh, that's yeah, real good. You can follow us on all the platforms. You can email us. If you have any suggestions at yarealgood at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. And this was Yah Real Good. Yeah. Real good. You Real take good. care of yourselves.